0: work hard for your money. For the next hour, you're going to learn how to keep what's yours. Capital Advisory Group presents Keep What's Yours. Here is Josh Gilbert and Jeff Zufall. Hello and welcome
1: to Keep What's Yours with Jeff Zufall. I'm Josh Gilbert sitting here with Jeff Zufall, Senior Tax Strategist and Wealth Advisor with Capital Advisory Group. Hello, Jeff. Hi. Happy Saturday. And we are in the thick of it, tax time. Yes. And you know, you're talking to me during the week and you're like... I don't know if I can even find time to get out and, and do the show this week, but we made time. And, we made
2: time, And then yes.
1: after the show is over, you'll go back to Race the office and, yes. and, and start crunching numbers again. Filing people's tax returns, that's what you'll be doing here for the next... Um, almost two months. Two months. Yep. And then after that, you'll go somewhere and throw your phone in a lake.
2: Nah, and ocean. In the ocean. <laughs>
1: maybe just from the beach <laughs> sleep on the golf course
2: and you know, it takes about four days to recuperate and realize where you're at and then go oh i am on vacation
1: yeah so, yeah so you need to schedule a week <laughs> away but a week and four days yes Because it takes four to
2: realize where you're at yes, and then go, oh, yeah, I'm not doing tax returns anymore or
1: walking around in a daze. You know, someone's (laughs) talking to you and there's numbers just going through your eyes. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Sir, can I refill your drink? (laughs) Threes and sevens. (laughs) But that's where we are right now. And if you are in the process of getting all your stuff together, here's a couple of tips that we always say every week. We always – we've been saying it for – the length of time that we've been on the air here doing Keep What's Yours, there is a way to file your taxes and to redo what your paycheck looks like. Yes. Take advantage of health savings accounts, flex spending accounts. Uh, is it flex – what's an FSA? Flex, a flexible spending account. Flexible spending yeah. account. That's what we and have. Not
2: to be confused with an HSA, which is a health savings account.
1: Right. Yeah. But they, they do work very similarly. They're close. In that you can take money out of your paycheck pre-tax before the government has their mm-hmm. their grubby little hands on it. <laughs> you can mm-hmm. put it into an account and as long as you're using it to pay for health care. Yes. Um, and as long as it – if uh, for an FSA like we have, as long as you're using it to pay for schooling. Schooling,
2: or... daycare. There's health care is in there too. But that's more the, – the difference between the two is an FSA is a use it or lose it typically. So if you say, I want to do $5,000, dollars you got to spend the $5,000. Sure. Um, There is a carryover to the next year, you know, till March 15th and all that good stuff. But typically you have to spend it. Um, Otherwise, you do lose it. Uh, HSA just goes on and on and on. You're going to have health care expenses for your entire life. So if you have extra money in an HSA, keep it. You can use it for Medicare premiums. You could use it for health care premiums, you know, way off at retirement. Um, So
1: So a lot of us are are kind of familiar with that pre-tax IRA. It comes out of your paycheck before the government taxes it. Yes. It goes into an account. And when it comes to the IRA, at some point down the line when we go to take it out, that's when we pay taxes on it. But with an HSA, it goes into the account. Mm -hmm. And when we go to spend it, as long as it's on health care – we never get taxed never on
2: never gets tax free distributions as long as it's healthcare
1: so here's the th- here's how it works in reality at least the fsa uh, which is what i'm uh, familiar with we sock away 5 grand pre-tax mm-hmm. and as long as we use mm-hmm. that to pay for my son's daycare we can use that full 5 grand and and put it towards his daycare yep. well i'm going to have to pay that anyway yes. so if i don't have an fsa then i'm taking 5 grand after taxes. Exactly. And paying for the daycare. And the swing, I'm able to use, I'm a 24% tax bracket. Exactly. At least I was last year. You'll tell me where I'm I am Probably this year. there too. <laughs> uh, the swing is if I use pre-tax money, I get to use $1,200 that the government would normally get and I get to use it on daycare. Exactly. So I am effectively keeping... 1200 $1, bucks
2: in your pocket you can go to dinner you take your wife go to dinner
1: right and it, it, well it, it's not in my pocket it goes to daycare but <laughs> it would otherwise have gone to the government go and, go to and the government. Then I would exactly. still have to pay 5 grand out of my yeah. pocket to go for daycare so it's there are things out there for you to utilize and that's what this show is for and to tell you that these things exist because yes. The government ain't coming in and telling you that's for sure. Mm-mm. They don't have, you know, they're hiring a bunch of of people at the IRS, but their job isn't to go to Josh's house and say, "Hey, you know, we looked at your taxes and you could be doing yeah. a lot more." <laughs> they're not going to do that. That's not their thing. Yes, if they knock on the front door,
2: run out the back.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> They call Jeff immediately. So the idea is, we tell you that there are these things out there for you to utilize, and then the call to action is always. If you want to incorporate an FSA into your paycheck every two weeks, give Jeff a call, 636-394-5524. Capital Advisory Group, out there, you're in Ellisville. That beautiful
2: downtown Ellsville. We're gonna uh, <laughs>
1: we're getting our stuff together. My wife's like, let's go now. Let's do it. And, and I'm thinking to myself, let's wait a little bit longer to see if anything else comes in.
2: You should by now pretty much have everything, have everything. other than K-1s. Those are K-1s and then there's uh, – and I won't say the name of the couple of brokerage firms that are going to have revised 1099 dividend statements. So that's your brokerage standard brokerage statements with your dividend income, You know your trades and all that.
1: They'll send you out a preliminary one. Yes, but uh, read it and my closed. wife, my wife yeah. is like everything's due by January thirty first, and I'm like, nope. well, well <laughs> that's what it says. It's what it says, but they... I, I we had a really tense conversation, Jeff, <laughs> and, and I said, look, I talked to Jeff Zufall, <laughs> who is a professional tax uh, preparer, senior tax strategist, and he said, yes, in theory, it should be, but it never but it's happens not. that way. But it's not, yeah. So So. just
2: if you're doing your return, look at the front cover of your brokerage statement and it will say preliminary or it will say not final. If it says final with a date, go for it. You're ready to go. Yes. But if some of them will say preliminary and are not final as of X date, um, and and typically it's about the first week of March, second week of March, they should all be – everything should be out there. Again, K-1s are that wild card. What's the K-1? So a K-1 is a pass-through of some type of a partnership is the easiest way to explain it. So if you owned a real estate investment trust, some investment that has a pass-through of income or losses, a K-1 is issued. Um, But it's usually partnership scenarios if you own a business, an LLC, different stuff like that. But the culprit is – Dividend income that gets reclassified as capital gains or vice versa, and that's what twists everything up. Yeah. So if you got a K K one coming, you know, you know you got one coming. (laughs) Sure. So
1: well, let's um, let's kind of uh, just tell everybody it's time. Oh, it's time. And if you want to take advantage of an FSA or an HSA, or oh, there's any number of other things that that Jeff can look mm-hmm. out there for you on your personal taxes, he specializes in small business as well. So if you're small mm-hmm. business out there and you need to, you know, make the black go up higher, yes, <laughs> uh, and make the red, you know, stop in its tracks or even retract, yeah. um, Jeff can help. Do that, And I don't want to say audit because that has a bad no, connotation. It's not,
2: not an audit by no means, um, but it's a way to analyze what you have going from a business standpoint. We see more and more small businesses and their attitudes are, hey, I got money in the bank. I'm good to go. That's not true. Um, it's not a, a true representation on what's taken place in your business. Um, and you need to be able to project in the, into the future in a sense. Um, To see, hey, this is where I'm at today. You know, am I really making progress going forward? Yeah. Um, And that's what part of this, I say, the bookkeeping, um, the accounting really help you do as you go forward.
1: And I was talking to somebody the (laughs) other day, and they were telling me they they run a small business – and they said, on paper, it looks like we should be making a lot more money than we are. Yes. And I said, well, you know, I said, you know, I know this guy, Jeff Zufall. Um, you know, we do mm-hmm. a show every week. He's a good friend of mine. Uh, and I said, who's doing your books now? And he said, my sister-in-law. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, I don't know what her training is. There
2: might be some good sister-in-laws out there that know bookkeeping, in a sense, and the you know, accounting my, side. But. My dad
1: ran <laughs> pools uh, in the summertime. He was a school teacher. Uh, Ferguson Florist at McClure High mm-hmm. School. And in the summertime, he ran pools. And my mom did a lot of the books. Yeah. My mom is a science teacher. Yes. You know? So <laughs> at some point, it's, it. you know, yeah. it could be, if it's easy <clears throat> enough, you know, if you can have somebody responsible exactly. who can do, do there and count, crunch the numbers. Yeah. But if you're running a business that has hundreds of thousands of dollars at stake Flowing through it, yes. and you're looking at the numbers saying we should be making more than what we are, That's when you stop and say, maybe my um, sister-in-law needs a little help. (laughs) Exactly. And that's where Jeff can come in and, and look at everything. But like I was saying earlier, he does people's taxes and he does mine. Uh, you know, me and my wife filing, married filing jointly. Mm-hmm. Um, he does my taxes. My mom's going to start going to Jeff. Heidi has been dragging her face. Yes, she's <laughs> she says, dragging, Jeff, but... <laughs> I need, you know, <laughs> Jeff was in this week during the Heidi show. And, you know, once we went to commercial break, Heidi said, I really, I really got to come in. You know, we got to do something. Because if you're not taking advantage of these things, you're leaving money on the table. Leaving money
2: on the table and you don't know what you don't know.
1: You don't know what you don't know. And that's what this show is to tell you some of these things in the hopes that you give Jeff a call, 636-394-5524. Here's the thing, though. It's not that you're leaving money on the table. It's you're sending money to the federal government. That you shouldn't be. That you shouldn't yes. be. Yeah. And they they know that you shouldn't be. They're because They're never going to tell you you overpaid. They're never going to. It's not yeah. there. You are a a, a a Social Security number on a piece of paper exactly. to them. Yep. So if you don't – I always thought that when I submitted my – you submit my tax return for me, uh, the people at the IRS get it coming through the computer and they go, wait a minute. Josh. Josh is taking advantage of an FSA yeah. and then they go over to a bell and ding 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 ding. We've got someone in St. Louis who's taking advantage of the tax code the way it was written. But they don't they don't,
2: you know, it's just no they have to climb over the boxes of paperwork that haven't been processed to get to that bell if they could even find it. Right. So. so
1: they don't, you know, their job isn't to help us find these things. No. That's why Jeff exists.
2: They put them out and they enforce them. That's it.
1: And I got to tell you, I, I don't remember how much uh, it cost to do our tax return last year. You do more for us than just um, tax preparation. Mm-hmm. We sit down and, and we visit you. You know, I think it was three times last year, so yeah. it wasn't once a quarter. Exactly. But we we've sat down a couple of times just to make sure that what we have going yeah. is working and what things we can change. But if you're helping me keep twelve hundred bucks just on my son's daycare. That's a thousand two hundred dollars, yeah, and we paid you uh you know two three hundred bucks to prepare our taxes for us. number one, it's worth my time, yeah. yes, to have someone else do my taxes because I can't do it, yeah, and you know somebody else has got to do it, but going to you, you helped us keep twelve hundred bucks. I mean, I'm coming out ahead on the deal. That's right.
2: Your bill's now 1300 bucks.
1: Ah! <laughs> Wait, how much money did we save you? Um, so it's, it's worth your time. Yes. It's worth your money. I say that
2: all the time, is if you go buy TurboTax or one of these online, yes, you can do it. Um, but what's that cost you? What's your time cost you to sit down, put all this together, as long as you just kind of – don't bring me a shoebox right. of stuff – but round up your tax papers. Bring it in. We can do it. You don't have to mess with it.
1: Uh, I always say my sister used to do my taxes for me. She used to do her own taxes. And uh, she is uh, brilliant. She has an advanced degree in mathematics. OK? So she. what do you always say about math? Math, math always wins. Is always, yeah. <laughs> it's, taxes is just a math equation. That's it. But she had a couple of kids, and now she goes to a tax preparer because mm-hmm. it's not worth Her time versus money of what it would cost someone else to do it. She'd rather have the time. Exactly. And she could do this herself, but she's realizing, I don't want to be cooped up in the office, in the home office. Sitting there trying to figure this stuff out. Two or or three weekends in a row, you know. With the kids saying, can we go out and play, you know? And
2: are then panicking going, hmm, is that right?
1: Right. Did I get everything (laughs) in there? What am I missing? (laughs) You know, and like you said, you don't know what you don't know. So you're not taking advantage of the things that you've never heard of. Yes. And uh, maybe you're filing things incorrectly. Yes. Which is going to hold up your tax return. Jeff filed our tax return last year. E-filed it. That's what the IRS wants. They don't want you to mail them any paperwork. No. They want you to E-file. And three days, yeah, paper is <laughs> kryptonite. Three days later, we got our tax return right in our bank accounts. It's easy. I was stunned, <laughs> stunned. So if you have someone do it and do it right, you'll get your tax return. You know, maybe not in three days, but you'll yeah. get it a lot quicker, a lot quicker than yeah. if you mailed stuff in or if you sent stuff in incorrectly and yes. they have to go back and look at it. So it's not worth your time. Have Jeff do your taxes. Six three six three nine four five five two four Capital Advisory Group, Capital Advisory GRP dot com. We'll go to commercial break, but there's a bunch of stuff to talk about. I've got a whole page written in tiny print, <laughs> all the things that you told me right before we started today. So we'll just we'll just hit them yep. and we'll give out good information and then remind everybody six three six three nine four Five five two four. You saw the tax commercial during the Super Bowl of the guy dancing in front of the fountain, and it said, "Why do your own taxes when you can be dancing in front of a fountain?" Well, I don't know if I want to dance in front of a fountain. It might be warm enough this week, <laughs> <laughs> but I, there's other things I want to do yes. besides do my own oh, yeah. taxes. Yeah, so. I do it. My mom's doing it this year. And uh, Heidi Glaus says that she's going to do it too. Take advantage (laughs) of Jeff Zufall and let him do your taxes and find some money. There's always something. If you're not doing anything, there's always something you're leaving on the table. We'll go to commercial break. Come back. Keep What's Yours with Jeff Zufall on the
0: Big 550 KTRS. Keep What's Yours continues with Josh Gilbert and Jeff Zufall.
1: back to keep what's yours with jeff zufall we are talking taxes and it is tax season Woo-hoo. so you need to <laughs> start thinking about filing your taxes and yes maybe having jeff do it for you that's where we go and there's also a bunch of news out there when it comes to the irs and in all of this stuff i hate to say it but you know the business section in the paper um i, I never read it and it never, it was just like, that's for other people. says
2: taxes, everybody f- turns the page and goes on. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: I'm like, where's the movie section? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know? Give me um, something entertaining. Yeah, <laughs> fine. where's the entertainment? I want to see, you know, what Rihanna's up to. Yes. <laughs> uh, but the more I, I, I get older, the more I start doing shows like this and realizing that uh, do you pay taxes? Yes, everybody does. Exactly. All of this stuff pertains to me. It does. As a taxpayer, sometimes as an,
2: it's a dry read, but yeah. <laughs> sure.
1: But as an adult, as someone who's got money in the market, as someone who's got money in a 401k and a Roth, and uh, I just went up to, I think, 7% in the mm-hmm. Roth and 7% right. in the 401k. That's it. You told me just every year, boom, 1%. Just take it up. 1%. Take 1%. It up. Yep. I took it up 2%, but That's right. I got half and half. <laughs> and yeah. you told me, you know, move, spread the money out. Yeah. You don't, I mean, we don't know what tax rates are going
2: to be in the future. The odds are they're going to be higher than where they are today. Um, so maybe hedge your bet a little bit. A lot of people will say, oh, do it all after tax and you'll never have to worry about paying tax again.
1: And that's kind of where I am. But again,
2: you want the pre-tax side of the contribution to reduce your taxable income today so that you don't pay as much so you kind of hedge the bet in a sense
1: by and it's it's a game yeah it's and a total game i hate yeah. to say it but you know i i it makes me sick when i think of politics as a game and people playing politics uh to you know for their side to win it's not yeah. about winning it's about what's best for the country but when it comes to our retirement it's a math game it's a pure math game when do i want to pay the taxes yeah. and how and the secure
2: 2.0 that they just kind of put in play that helps us even more, believe it or not. really does help us even more.
1: So we'll talk about that in just a second. But uh, I wanted to mention the real IDs. Those IDs yeah. – <laughs> that have, uh, you know, the airports are scaring everybody. You can't get on a plane without a yeah, real ID. Exactly, and you're never going to be able to do you know? it. And my passport is expired, uh, yeah, so fine. I need to, to worry about that. I'm pulling out my... my. I'm,
2: I'm terrible at this because I kept blowing mine off to get my little star on it. Look, I got a, a
1: yellow star right there. That's it. You're good. I got a real ID. You got How a about real that? ID. Um, I've blown but,
2: mine off. I was going to, my license, I think I have to renew it here shortly. I thought, like, oh, I'll worry about it then.
1: I think it takes one extra piece of paper to get a real ID regularly. Oh, I got to tell you this. Uh, So we were supposed to get these things by 2021 or something. I think it was
2: like 2020 and then COVID hit and they said, ah. And they were like, oh, shoot.
1: Um, So we got married, my wife and I, and she was trying to change her name Mm -hmm. and get a new license because she needed to open up a bank account with her new name and they wouldn't do it unless she had a (laughs) real And the lady at the DMV, God love them. They are not helpful at all. No. <laughs> um, my wife, uh, she, the lady at the DMV said, I can't give you a real ID uh, unless you have this paperwork. And my wife's like, well, I can't get that paperwork from the bank unless I get yeah, a new driver's exactly. license. And they were going back and forth. And she's, the lady keeps saying, I can't get you a real ID. <laughs> and my wife doesn't know what what real ID is. I look yeah. at the wall and, and there's a thing that says real ID. <laughs> And I say to the lady, hang on, hang on. What if I don't want a real ID? What if I just want a regular ID? And the lady at the counter said – well, I can give you that one right now, but you're just going to have to replace it in a year and my wife's like, "I need it today." Today, yes. To open up a bank account, you know. The, yeah. She's saying real ID. My wife thinks that, you know, real ID just means Versus not a, a fake one. Not yeah. a fake one. And so, you know, there was this disconnect and, and nobody's helping anybody. Yeah. So this whole real ID thing, what a messy rollout and, yes. you know, we can blame COVID, yeah. but, you know, still terrible rollout. Uh, terrible rollout regardless of COVID. But it was supposed to be 2020. COVID hits. They put it off. Now, yeah. when do we have to have it's one It's
2: May 7th, 2025. So everybody like me that's sitting there going, ha, I'd like to – I travel a
1: lot and I need it, but you don't have to worry about it until 2025. They're giving us two more years. Yeah. You know, here, exactly. here's the thing. I'm like uh, – uh, I don't know where I would stand on the political spectrum, but yeah. I think people, you know, need – Need to be forced into doing things yes. from time to time. Well, so, yeah, there's stuff that uh, you know, human nature, you're going to blow it off. I'm going <laughs> to, if they say uh, you don't have to do it until 2025, then I'm gonna, just going to blow it off until yep. 2025. 2025. Stop pushing the the yeah. goalpost, you well, know. I was, I've
2: traveled in early February, um, and the, uh, I guess it's uh, TSA agent, looked at my license and said, Oh, you're, it's going to expire. You need to get your real ID. I was like, Oh, okay. And then just went on through the security line, so
1: <laughs> yeah, sure, yeah, well, you should tell well, lady look it's exactly not well, well, I knew it was
2: I knew it was May of this year, so I was like, oh, I'll do it right after tax season i'll get it done so yeah. now it's going to be may 7 2021 may 6th of 2025 on the standard line you got, you got line. plenty of time
1: yeah may 6th of 2025 is my, no i say make if this is the thing that we're going to have to do then let's get do it out it. of it, let's get it over exactly. with exactly exactly uh, you know i say may 6th 2023 <laughs> but then again i already have it so. you have it that's right um i'll just use your id to travel though. yeah 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 <laughs> Uh, well, then I'll use your credit card. <laughs> we'll, I'll trade you. Uh, the IRS, Janet Yellen, they're supposed to have a meeting. Yeah, Didn't so
2: uh, two weeks ago, Friday, uh, IRS was supposed to – or Janet Yellen put a deadline to them that they were – the IRS as a, as a unit was supposed to show up and kind of give them – turn over the spending plan for this $80 billion that they've received. Um, and they would get $80, 80 billion over the next 10 years. Uh, And they kind of didn't make their meeting uh, kind of an issue.
1: That's weird. So
2: um, they kind of uh, pulled it and said, well, you know, we'll we'll work closely with the the deputy secretary and then we'll figure out what our next date is.
1: What relationship – what is the Fed and what relationship do they have with the IRS?
2: Uh, So the Federal Reserve is an independent body of the U.S. government, non-regulated by the U.S. government. And that's what freaks a lot of people out because they set our monetary policy. And They're like, well, who are these people? And they can kind of act as they wish
1: without any – well,
2: it it should be without any governmental –
1: No politic wrangling. Yeah, no
2: politic wrangling. Nobody could really stick their head in there and say, hey – um, but, you know, that some of these the Fed secretaries release some of the data to the you know, they did it. You know, they did it to Biden that, you know, they did it to Trump um, to say, hey, your numbers are going to be terrible this week. You know, worry yeah. about it. And then they can kind of do their political angle to, to set the stage correctly. Um, but Janet Yellen is the boss. So she's the <laughs> she's the head chick, if you want to put it that way. Um, and her. Uh, the, the IRS is supposed to report to her from a budgeting standpoint how they're going to spend it. Not that she gives their blessing to it, but at least report to them to say, hey, we're getting $80 billion over the next 10 years. This how is How are you going to spend it? This is how we're going to spend it. We're going to hire people. <clears throat> we're going to, you know, upgrade our systems, et cetera, et cetera. Simple meeting, but they blew it off.
1: And people are kind of... Freaking out, depending on, on what aisle you sit on, depending yes. on what, what media you take in. Yes. Some people are freaking out about the IRS getting $80 billion. Well, the fact that, that they missed their meeting to say how Is they're going to the spend it. the
2: first step that scares us. So if you look at You know,
1: now I'm worried. I yeah. wasn't really too worried because we've talked about it. Yeah. And they're just using it to update the systems, hire enough people to so, to finally answer the phone exactly. calls.
2: So, again, you sit back and you hear this and you go, hmm. Um, and then you look at last year's numbers, and they said that they answered 13% of all phone calls coming in the door. Um, and their goal this year is 85%. And then they missed this meeting, and you go, hmm, what, what's going on here? Who's, who's doing what? Um, so it, it is concerning to a degree, but the $80 billion is probably a drop in the bucket for what they really need. Yeah. Now, one side of the equation says that $80 billion is going to be auditors. They're going to come kick in your front door tomorrow morning you know, until you owe an extra $100. Um, there'll be a small degree of that. Um, but I don't see that coming till yeah, it's going to take them a while to find 80,000 people, put it that way. Yeah. Um, 85 qualified people. Um, so maybe in four years, yes, they'll probably have a lot of auditors that will scrutinize everything that you do. But again, that's what they're there for.
1: I mean, And that's this- what you're here for exactly. is to make sure that I am following uh, the guidelines of, of the tax the code exactly. of the IRS so that nobody's knocking on my door. Exactly. And to say that that they're kicking in the door of law-abiding citizens is not necessarily correct. No,
2: I, I, I don't see that happening. Now, if you, and again, this is where they went after one of the other things we're going to talk about, the 1099K reporting issue. That they've sidestepped that far, Lily. They're gonna they're gonna ask for public comment over the next 12 months. It'll probably come back next year, and depending upon how much of an uproar that the the IRS takes or Congress people take, it may stick or it may not. The only reason that they really sidestepped it is everybody and their brother was like, wait, wait, you can't do that. So I mean they
1: announced this in the – Two years ago. Yeah.
2: Um, so – and that was supposed to go into effect this year. Just
1: like the real ID yeah. kicking the can <laughs> down the road.
2: So what they did was that, you know, they put it out for public, public comment if you want to call it that. But they're looking for anybody that – and there's people out there, I guarantee it, that are running businesses that run through PayPal – The concept was it's 200 transactions or $20,000 in revenue, and then it'll kick off this 1099-K. So the IRS just said, hey, they're going to kick them off for everybody. So if I send my kids uh, $200 on Venmo, I'm going to get a 1099-K. Or if I sell something on PayPal and it's $500, I get a 1099-K. It's not fair. There is a workaround on the tax return. It can be taken care of, and you're not cheating or doing anything crazy. Sure. But there's people running businesses that'll run it to nineteen thousand five hundred. Stop and go to another provider,
1: and that's one of these things that they're looking at. That's yeah. illegal. That's if illegal. you sell stuff yeah. on eBay, you, you should, should be, report
2: your earnings, earnings, expenses. You know, profit or loss, and
1: you pay taxes. That's the law. Yeah. And you always say, we follow the guard in between the guardrails, yes. driving down the the highway of taxes. As long as you stay within the guardrails of the tax code, you're, you're, fine. you're good. No one's going to come kicking yeah. down your door.
2: They may ask a question or two here or there. You can answer it. Um, poof. No questions asked.
1: But if you're buying and selling uh, memorabilia on eBay and you're using Venmo and PayPal yeah. and, you know, uh, this is a, a small little side hustle of yours. Yeah that you've now gone outside of the tax code.
2: You've jumped over the guardrail, you're running through the woods.
1: Right. Um. So, I mean, you said that technically if I found 20 bucks on the street, you're supposed to report it as I'm income. supposed to be reporting it to the IRS. I mean, <laughs> that's ridiculous. Yeah. And we might say, look, I just bought and sold something for, you know, 1200 bucks. I'm not claiming that on taxes. That's ridiculous. But that's the that's law. The law. Technically,
2: so if you had uh, something in your garage, you know, and you sold it for a thousand dollars, the odds are you probably paid two thousand dollars for it. So you have a basis. It's, you're not going to take a loss. You're not going to recognize a loss. You're just going to make that ten and nine k go away. Mm-hmm. Easiest way to explain it.
1: So So, these, yeah, so these are out there. And do I think it's ridiculous? Sure. I think it's ridiculous too. Half the
2: tax law is ridiculous, but you got to abide
1: by it. But you got (laughs) to abide by it. And now what they're doing is they're hiring more people to look into these things and And
2: kind of snoop around and say, hmm, you said you wrote that off. Prove it. Right. That's again, document, document, document. So from um, a receipt standpoint, make sure that you document everything, hold the receipts. Store them in a digital format. Um, Again, uh, the other big thing is uh, gas receipts. You know, the little thing you get off the the gas pumps, copy them because they'll never last more than two months, and it'll just go away to nothing. And then you can't prove that you got gas or... Anything so,
1: <laughs> right? And if you want to say the the IRS, if they really go through with this, they're going to start nickel and diming us for everything. Yeah, I mean they are. Yeah. They, they but will. they're looking for they're looking for revenue. <laughs> they're looking for revenue. Has anyone realized how deep in debt we are? You know, uh, have you seen the numbers recently? Thirty one point eight trillion dollars. So they're trying to get as much as they can, and you know. Well, the last thing you want to probably tell the IRS is, well, I've been doing this for years and nobody's (laughs) caught me. They'll say, oh, never say that. (laughs) How many years have you been doing this? Because the IRS can go back as far as they want. Right? They deem fraud. They can.
2: It's unlimited. They go back as far as they want to go. Um, Typically, it's three years, but if they go, oh, if you underreport your income by more than twenty five percent, that opens the door. Um, And or if they say, hey, you said you've been doing that forever. Um, They're going to go back and open up every year. They go back 10 years if they want.
1: And look, I worked in the restaurant industry for years. Cash Mm -hmm. tips. Not everybody claimed them Mm -hmm. on their taxes. They knew what they were doing was illegal. Yes. So to complain if the IRS comes in and catches them, complain that they're getting nickel and dimed you knew what you were doing was exactly. illegal if well, that's, you, yeah
2: one of the irs's first agendas of 2023 is unreported cash dips so they're going after waiters and waitresses um, probably some of the restaurants too well i gotta um, tell
1: you the both the restaurants i worked at were very diligent yeah, about making us claim they everything have
2: to be because when because the, they can be on the hook too yeah because when the irs shows up the odds are that the restaurant owner is going to throw all the employees under the bus and be like, Hey, they knew they should have done that. You know, um, Right. But again, that's one of their main things currently that they're they're chasing down. You know, if so a guy
1: is walking out saying that was a great meal and slides me another twenty, mm-hmm. uh, the restaurant doesn't know. I'm the only one that knows. You know, you know. Maybe I just put that in my pocket. And, and technically,
2: you're supposed to report that twenty. But bucks. You're it's supposed like bucks to report it.
1: And if the <laughs> if the managers ever found out, cool. they'd be like, you have to report yes. that because they're sniffing. Exactly, they're sniffing. Exactly. Now. So, so uh, it's just one of those things. Is it nickel and diamond? Yeah. But yeah. is it is it Is it the the law? It's the law, and it's the real deal. It's the law. Um, Lawmakers, when they they talk about taxes, we're going to go to break here in just a second, but a lot of big talk on one side uh, of the aisle. (laughs) Tax the rich uh, on the other side of the aisle. We're going to make the Trump tax cuts permanent. Um, Both big talk by both sides of the aisle. Both not really going to happen. Nothing's going
2: to happen until twenty four
1: do not you know here's here's probably something you can hang your hat on if a politician says anything over the next 2 years yes. <laughs> it's not going to happen we will never just make it through <laughs> posturing for the next election yes, yes. so don't think anything's going to really happen you know we got the infrastructure bill yeah um we got the uh build back better light 2.0 mm-hmm. whatever they want to call that yeah. the inflation reduction act that's done i don't I don't see us actually getting anything done for the next couple of years.
2: It'll be political infighting.
1: um, So most of everything that you hear is just talk Mm -hmm. because that's how they play the game. Set the
2: stage for 2024. So
1: so anything that really is going to happen probably won't happen until 2025. I want to talk about – the Secure Act 2.0 uh, catch-up. I want to talk about uh, some of that sunsetting things for 2025, yes. the the tax cuts in 2017. Paul Ryan got them through and then mm-hmm. uh, abruptly retired right yeah. afterwards. Shook everybody's <laughs> hand. Congratulations. Sure. Thank you. Yeah, we've made some big tax cuts. I'm out of here. Yeah. Uh, but those things are supposed to sunset in 2025. What do they want to keep going? What will they kind of let die on the vine? Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that and more. It is Keep What's Yours with Jeff Zufall, are you trying to do your own taxes are you insane <laughs> I said my sister has an advanced degree in math and she's like I'd rather spend time with my kids yeah she could do this. She could do her own taxes, but she'd rather spend time with her kids and have the weekends off, and I don't blame her. Yes. Jeff Zufall loves working on the weekends. I do. <laughs> especially this time of year. So give him a call, 636-394-5524. Don't bring in your shoebox full of receipts. No. Get a spreadsheet going. Put everything down. And if we need to go back and say, well, you know, the IRS wants proof of that. Then we'll go find them. Then we'll find We'll get the shoebox out. Send them on their way. But put everything on a spreadsheet. Normally that works good enough. Perfect. And bring uh, your two years tax returns. Bring a couple of paycheck stubs. Yes. And Jeff will sit down with you and say, look, we can do this. I'll take care of it. You go home and have a nice nap on the couch. That's right. Um, 636-394-5524. And as the weather gets nicer, go play golf. That's right. You know, spend time with your kids. Um, Go shopping. Yes. Because Jeff's going to find you some money. That's the name of the game. That's the name of the show. It's the name of the book that he wrote, Keep What's Yours, keeping more of your money in your pocket rather than going out to the federal government. We'll be back with more Keep What's Yours right after this.
0: Keep What's Yours continues with Josh Gilbert and Jeff Supol.
1: Back on the show, talking taxes on a Saturday with Jeff Zufall, Senior Tax Strategist and Wealth Advisor with Capital Advisory Group. 636-394-5524. He can do your taxes. And if you're a small business, he specializes in small business. Uh, make the profits higher. Make the losses lower. Right?
0: Something like and that. That's, that's the name of the game. High. Yeah. <laughs>
1: that's the name of the game. Uh, I had mentioned that the 2017 tax reform, the tax laws, uh, the Trump tax cuts that some people called it. Yes. Um, a lot of those things are sunsetting in 2025. But there was an alimony thing in there that yeah. That so this to mention.
2: Is, I don't know if anybody realizes this or not. But um, in the 2017 tax law, um, what they did was they took alimony. Um, and it was, the, you know, prior to that, so divorce separation agreements, so on and so forth. If the payer sends money to the spouse, it's not deductible. And then the ex the spouses ex spouses don't have to report it as income, but in 2017 they flipped that, um, and now anything after I think it's January one 2018, um, if you pay alimony you take a deduction for it. If you receive it, it's clocked as taxable income. One of the things that nobody pays attention to is one that can be petitioned by courts, but you're up for a battle either directions. Um, Because if somebody's paying it and they're getting a deduction, you know, they're not going to go, oh, hey, I don't want that deduction anymore, you know, and are. But the flip side is the spouse is getting the income or ex-spouse is getting the income, but they're paying tax on it. So um, that sunsets in 2025. It's part of the package. Hmm. Um, That was a piece, honestly, I was not aware that that sunsetted. I thought that that law changed and it was just it, it is what it is. If you wanted to adjust it, you had to go back and hack it out in court. So um, sunsets 2025, we revert, unless they adjusted, we revert back to the rules that were in place uh, December 31st of 2017, so where nobody deducts and nobody claims it as taxable income.
1: How about that? And 2025, These the the tax laws are supposed to sunset. Which side wants uh, to keep them going, which side, are they talking about what's going to happen? I mean, 2025 is not. It's not that far away. It's not that <laughs> far away. And we've got an election in 2024. Exactly. So, you know, who's arguing what here?
2: Uh, nobody's really even brought it up yet. Oh, really? I think they're going to let it just go down where it flips back to pre-2017 rules or pre-2018 rules. And then come up with some and, the 2026 tax yeah, reform. go from there. So yeah. that's kind of how it's set is all this stuff sunsets. 2025, but whoever comes into power in 2024, that's basically their, their hand is played. That's the first thing they have to go addressed is all the, the sunsetting tax laws.
1: Yeah. So uh, You had mentioned this. Privacy is a big deal. And one of Huge. the things that uh, we use to combat uh, thieves and impersonating us and trying to get our tax returns and before we can file them is uh, that little PIN number.
2: PIN number is an awesome thing. Um, pin number. It, you have to pin number and Social Security numbers. It all has to jive, and at the end of the day, then the tax return will go through. Um, it's just an extra. I can't
1: file my taxes unless I provide the pin number yes. that matches my Social Security number. There's no way any thieves and, would and have exactly. any access and to it's,
2: that. and it's renewed each year. It's a, uh, so it's not even the same one as yeah. last year. Different one each year um, for every But you tax have to year. put in
1: for this. You have to
2: ask well, for a PIN you have number, to ask right? for it to start, or if you were part of you know a, a, a hacking in the past, you automatically get one. Mm-hmm. Um, but then every year you don't have to ask for it. Each year it's automatic. They'll send you a new one. They'll just mail you and your spouse um, a new
1: pin number each yeah, year. I don't remember if we had one. Um,
2: should have had it by now. Yeah, should have been out here. Shortly. I don't
1: know if we got a pin number. Yeah, so, so um, that's
2: a good thing. Now the weird thing is there's this weird privacy issue that came out. And this was actually in November of last year is when it kind of raised its head. And what they're saying is, and again, I'm not going to name names, but there's three major uh, tax software that you could do your your own taxes on. And what they're saying is this uh, website called The Markup reported that the three online tax filing firms, which I won't say. The three major tax
1: (laughs) preparers. You know who they are. You know who they are.
2: um actually sent various taxpayer information to Meta. So they sent it to Facebook. So the question is is why and who who did they send what to?
1: Right, that is weird. Kinda why weird. would why would they send yeah, our so tax information to Facebook I've and never, why, why did Facebook ask for it?
2: I don't know. It? See, they don't they're not telling us that, but So there's a group of senators uh, sent a letter late last year to the heads of Meta and these three tax firms, and they want answers. So you'll probably— I would say so. Hear a little bit of the congressional hearings here shortly where they're saying why. I mean, it's a huge privacy issue. Now, is that that they could create maybe averages of income? You know, who knows? But I can't see them sending— real data like hey your birthday is this or your social security number is this i mean they violated every uh, you know securities protection act out there that they you have yeah so but that's just weird that the, this never hit the open media nobody said a word about it
1: i mean i I'm, I'm hearing about it today i just looked it up on my phone <laughs> And, yeah, it dates back to, like, November 22nd of 2022 and uh, just a couple months ago. So that's very strange. And I'm, I'm not a paranoid person when, you know, they're sharing my data, which they do.
2: Every company is
1: sharing my data all all over the place. China knows exactly who I am and and (laughs) what I make and all that stuff. Mm. Uh, I'm I'm not naive uh, enough to say, well, they're just using it so they can send me a particular advertisement to try to get me to buy A coupon
2: for next year's tax software.
1: (laughs) But the idea of my tax preparer sending my tax information to Facebook, you know, was that a box that I checked? I, was I don't that a know. box that yeah. I didn't uncheck? You yeah. know, they Not should, weird. It should be a prompt that says, "Boop." Can we huge. send your information to Facebook? Yeah. And I say, "No." Yeah. Don't. And then do they that. they go on, you know, and Facebook probably paid, uh, you know, pretty penny. Pretty penny.
2: Yeah. They, I, you almost think they'd have
1: to. Everybody out there wants your data, and yeah. they pay a nice, nice price for it. So mm-hmm. uh, I guess we'll any any. Idea when Capitol Hill is is expected to get no, some answers. No, they just from these said people. that they've
2: sent the, the, the uh, Congress uh, Congress a group of senators sent a letter. That's all we know.
1: Great. So <laughs> well,
2: strongly worded <laughs> yeah. letter. You know, yeah.
1: hey Zuckerberg, we want to know what, yeah. what were you doing get last week? Get your butt back yeah. down here. <laughs> um, and then uh, if we did an RMD, seventy two is required yeah. minimum distribution. If you're if you've got a retirement account, you need to know. What this is, you should already know what the RMD is. Yes. So Um,
2: if you turned 72 last year in 2022, that would have been the first year that you were forced to do your first RMD technically. But you could defer that first RMD till April 1st of the following year.
1: So of this year. So, I mean, I understand that if I turned 72 in December, Mm -hmm. you know, which is very late in the year, I wouldn't want to be forced to start taking out – yeah. thousands of dollars in a month. Hypothetically, here's,
2: but here's your issue, is the first one would have been due last year, so you would have paid tax on it. But if you push it to this year, you have to take that first distribution by April 1st of this year, which is still taxable income for 23, and you're still obligated to take your second RMD in the year of 2023. In the same by December you can't, 31st. Yeah, you can't push, you know what I mean, right. push it off
1: and keep it going. I just have two this year you rather have than two one. two this year.
2: And then you default back in 2024 to one.
1: And I guess the the reality is if I know I'm turning 72, which I do, (laughs) chances are I I know when my own birth date is, if I know I'm turning 72, I shouldn't have this on my radar for a couple of years.
2: trustee should send you notices, lots of notices, saying, hey, your RMD is due. Here's the amounts. Um, now you got to be careful because a lot of these have gone to electronic format. So there's emails that are tossed out all over the place. So it might have been in an email somewhere, but at least look at your account. It will say your RMD is X. And on top of that, there's a form that comes out like in here uh, usually by March, um, and it says, it's a what's called a 5498 and all it says is fair market value of your account december 31st of the previous year it says it's an important ta- tax document has nothing to do with tax returns other than it says on there are you required to take an rmd and a box will be checked yes mm-hmm. <laughs> and it'll tell you They'll what the rmd for you. is yeah <laughs> so if you get one of those, pay attention to it. Uh, most people think it's a real tax doc and give it to us for you know, like we're going to prepare tax returns with it. We don't need it. Okay. Um, it just it's fair market value
1: to you. And the fine for not taking your RMD. And look, you know when you're turning seventy two. This isn't something yeah. like oh I forgot. You know.
2: So it Tough was cookie. It was in the past fifty percent. Mm-hmm. Um, and now so if
1: my RMD is thirteen hundred bucks it'll be $3.50. the fine would be 50% of that
2: yeah 50% of that
1: so there, and that doesn't go to me no, it's not like you have to take out more that goes straight, straight to, the IRS. to the IRS that is a fine that plus, is a tax on a tax plus
2: the tax on your 1300 bucks that you had to take out mm. so it was 50% they've now dropped that to 25% um, starting 2023 and beyond and then if you catch it in a and this is the joke in a reasonable manner of time there is a definition, which I read and I laughed at because it really doesn't tell you what that, I mean, just kind of says a reasonable amount of time. So if you're three months into the year and all of a sudden you go, oh, hey, I didn't take it, um, I got to fix it, um, you do it, it, should you should be able to get it down to 10%. Yeah. And in some cases, um, if you're older, you had medical issues, you're in the hot, I mean, there's all kinds of crazy reasons on why you missed it. Um, it becomes a letter-writing campaign to the IRS asking for forgiveness. Yeah. And as long as you've been compliant the last three years, they usually will waive it. They're human. I mean, they get it. Um, but if you do it consistently, habitually, um, they'll probably say, no, you got to pay it.
1: <laughs> and, and, and like <laughs> the, the person that works at a restaurant and is getting cash tips and they're just putting it in their pocket and not yeah. claiming, you know what you're doing. Exactly. it's not yeah. – be uh naive here. <laughs> if you're turning 72 and you have a retirement account, you should you should know we at 60 know that it's out there. That and this is coming, coming out there. Yeah, you, this yeah. should be part of your of your retirement plan.
2: There's weird stuff though that happened. Like in one case, uh, they received the notice um, and they thought they took it, but they didn't. And it never the email might have said, hey, we need more information from you or something to that effect. And they never gave them more information. The RMD never went out. Yeah. So now we're working backwards, trying to fix that. Which I don't see an issue with it. But
1: so, if you turn seventy two in a calendar year, you can push that first RMD off until April first. But just keep in mind that yes. same December thirty first, you'll have to take another one. Yeah, you, you owe two that year.
2: Exactly. That's the
1: so. Issue. I mean, it's, it's you know, yeah, uh, six and one half dozen the other. As far as I'm concerned, keep what's yours with Jeff Zufall. That's all the time we have today. 636-394-5524. If you need help with your RMD, if you are 65 and you know it's coming, then, you know, let's prepare for it. Not really much you can do once you turn 72. It's coming out. it
2: kind of comes out (laughs) Coming out.
1: You got to do it. But, you know, you can plan for the next year and the year after that and the year after that. Not much you can do as far as your 2022 taxes go. Now, what's done is done. It's in the past, but you can always prepare. 23 and beyond. 23 and beyond. What can I do this year? You know, we're only two months, three months into the year. We can do a lot more with our paychecks to make sure that our tax liability, our tax um, that we owe the federal government is as low, low as possible. Give Jeff a call at Capital Advisory Group, 636-394-5524. He can do your taxes this year and help you save money next year. Yes. Keep What's Yours with Jeff
0: Zufall. Thank you so much. Thank you. See you next week. You've been listening to Keep What's Yours with Josh Gilbert and Jeff Zufall, Senior Tax Strategist and Wealth Manager at Capital Advisory Group. To learn more, call 636-394-5524 or visit capitaladvisorygrp.com.